This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, hits to his right, gets to the 20. He's in the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's in the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. 96 yard run from scrimmage. Garrison Hurst breaking tackle after tackle. Sweeps down the sideline. Throws off bodies like clothes after a marathon. Young, back to throw. In trouble, he's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs, gets away again, goes to the 40, gets away again, to the 35, cuts back at the 30, to the 20, the 50, the 10. He died. Touchdown, 49ers. Third down, Alex takes the snap. Alex looking down in post, and it's good. Click, click, boom! What's going on, faithfuls? Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Mike from the Nothing But Niners crew, man. I can't wait to bring you guys this. It's going to be a fun one, man. It's called Can I Be Honest With You, okay? You guys know that when I'm doing these shows, I the, the title means something to me. If you guys go back and look at the titles and watch the shows, you can usually grab it. I'll drop, I'll drop some, some things in there that kind of tie everything together. So I'm excited to bring you guys this quick hitter here, man. It's late night edition. I am literally just walking in the door from work. I haven't even um, officially signed out yet, actually. So let me... <laughs> Let me do that real quick. Let me sign out of work because I don't want to uh, be double dipping or anything like that. Like I, I ran in. This is what I wore to work today, right, on my head because my work shirts are blue. You guys have seen them before. So then I just grabbed this blue one out the closet. I know y'all hate this because it's blue, right? Like, Mike, you ain't Rams colors. But, hey, it was the fastest thing that I could do to get ready. Um, I'm going to run through these formalities really quick, guys. This is your first time here on the YouTube page and you enjoy the show. Please do me a favor, man. Give us a thumbs up, all right? Also, subscribe, and then turn on those notifications as well. That way you know every time we're going live, all right? Give us a follow on some of our social media platforms. We have Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but 9ERS. That's the number 9, nothing but 9ERS. We also have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch, and those handles are nothing but Niners in some variations. There's underscores, I believe, on Twitch between the words, but you know what I'm saying. It's all good. It's all good. We're there right there, all right? Uh, nothing but Niners. If you guys have questions, comments, concerns, reviews, videos, it's all that good stuff. Send them on over to nothing but uh, NB9ERS at nothingbutniners.com. That at symbol looks like a football. It's kind of crazy. Like, I see it as a football instead of the A with the uh, – it's all good. Whatever. Y'all don't care. Uh, guys, head on over to Patreon. I have a very, very fun episode of Patreon coming. Actually, I, I might do it tomorrow. I know I'm supposed to be doing the Thursday thing, but uh, the Thursday thing might be separate. I have a very, very fun story to tell on Patreon about me. Um, how do I how do I say this without incriminating myself? Um, I went out to a bachelor party, right? And uh, I, I don't know if, how many of you guys have seen me in person, but I, everything I wear is Niners. Like I don't have regular clothes. Like it's 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 like Niners cut off shirts and. Uh, you know, I got jerseys. I don't, I don't wear a lot of jerseys, but it's like t-shirts and just Niners, like, you know, apparel all the time somewhere, whether it's a visor. Um, and so we went out 
and uh, I got Niners on my shirt. I'm wearing something that has no sleeves on it. So I got the Niners tattoo on my arm. And let's just say uh, people treat you different when they think you played in the NFL. I'm going to tell that whole story over there on Patreon. So, guys, head on over to Patreon if you haven't been there. By the way, um, what we're going to do on Patreon, we're going to do a special for the offseason, right? Because a lot of it is about um, – never mind. I'll I'll explain to you guys on Patreon what we're going to do. I don't want to get you guys hopes up or anything. So head on over to patreon.com slash NB9ERS. Join. Don't be the last one to join, okay? So that's that. Um, All right. So tonight's episode, man, you know, I was was sitting here like – Man, you know, the, the the guy should be here for this one. Then I was like, maybe they shouldn't be here for this one. And then there was that one brave soul. My man's he's, he's lurking in the dark. I don't know if you guys ever uh, saw the cartoon Darkwing Duck, but he says, I am the terror that flaps in the night. Well, guys, here's the terror that flaps in the night on the show with me tonight. Tony, what's going on, bro? NJ Niner fan 499. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> My Darkwing Duck over there, man. No, I, that means I'm Launchpad. Well, Launchpad is kind of swaggy, though, so it's cool. I'll take that. You ever see the cartoon, Dark? You have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? No. All right, next time, just tell me to shut up. You know, it's cool. We got to go through all that. Shout out to everybody that's in the chat right now, by the way, man. You guys are incredible, all right? I see you guys in here. March Madness is definitely coming back. DJ Malone, it will be here. I'm actually thinking about doing a two-part series. Um... But the other one is going to be, eh, we'll, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. I don't, I don't like teasing people, so we'll talk about it later. Um, Simple Jack. <laughs> he says, I'm hearing rumors about Jimmy G going to the Steelers. Uh, yeah, they're going to start tying them to all these different teams. Man. You know, that kind of stuff is going to happen. Uh, Tony, I'm going to, I'm going to mute you in between speaking sessions because your, uh, your background, the, the sound of the car but um what are the latest uh things you've heard with the 49ers man some uh, uh some coaching staff changes and stuff like that right um trying to think last time we spoke Betcher, i don't know if we talked about this on a previous show Betcher left the niners and went to cincinnati as a senior advisor and linebacker coach that is another spot open for the 49ers to fill um I think that was it. Besides, Hankerson was uh, offered, if you will, the wide receiver coach position. And Brian Fleury was allegedly elevated or promoted to the tight end coach position. Um, all these guys are were handpicked by Kyle, groomed under Kyle, and promoted from within. So um, there's still other positions that need to be filled um, at a couple other spots. But as of right now, everything's quiet, status quo, and, and there's no leaks coming out of Santa Clara. The only real big hire that they made was the Anthony Livermore that came out like this because I guess they knew McDaniel was going. Um, as far as the rumors with Jimmy, you know, you hear the Commodores, the Commanders, you hear uh, the Steelers, you hear – that's all I've really been hearing, actually. Tony, you're my guy, bro. I love you. But did y'all hear Tony say the Commodores? Did y'all hear? <laughs> my man said bro, the Commodores. Oh, oh my bad. What'd you say? I'm tired as hell. 
cannot even keep my eyes open. I'm just exhausted. Oh man, I see. I, I all right. It's all good, bro. It's all good, man. I that that might be their new name though, guys. We might have to start calling them the Washington Commodores. Uh, just in honor of Tony, man. That that's my dog right there. So that was funny as hell. I'm sorry, my man called him the Commodores. All right, so he touched on two things here that we do have to discuss. Uh, just briefly, we got a couple of tweets uh, to go. We're talking about the Betcher move and the Hankerson move. So let me go ahead and pop these up here. Uh, Ian Rappaport tweeted out on the 19th, just three days ago. He says, uh, 49er senior defensive assistant James Betcher is expected to fill the vacant linebacker's job with the Bengals. Sources tell me and Tom Palacero, a strong addition in Cincy. And then the other story here uh, was coming from Matt Burroughs, and it says, source, 49ers have offered, it's a big thing here, 49ers have offered wide receiver coach job to quality control coach Leonard Hankerson. Uh, the former NFL wideout was a wide receiver coach at Stephen F. Austin University and the University of Massachusetts before joining the 49ers in 2021. Uh, why that's interesting is because it doesn't say that he accepted, doesn't say that he was promoted to. It says that they offered it to him. Uh, Tony, is there a shot that he even turns that down? What do you think? I doubt it. I doubt they turn it down either. Uh, well, Flurry was actually promoted, but I doubt Hankerson throws it down. Um, you know, I, I think these guys look up to Kyle, respect Kyle, and want to work for Kyle and learn and involve the careers of coaching under Kyle. So, I mean, look at the track record. How many people are getting plucked from this staff continuously year in and year out? So as a young coach, that's where I would want to be. You're sure as shit I ain't turning that position. I can't hear you, Mike. My bad. I was on mute. I think the uh, wide receiver coach uh, position as a coach um, would be really hard for me if I was in Kyle Shanahan's system, specifically here in San Francisco. They haven't really done much with wide receivers. I mean, I guess maybe that's me being negative, right? I guess the flip side of someone can say, well, look what they did with undrafted Kendrick Bourne. Um, and I, I get that, right? Like, that's cool and all, but you had a first round pick that Kyle didn't use for the first six weeks, eight weeks of the season. Um, you got Debo that it really took, you know, three years for him to come out of his shell. Um, or well, his third year, I should say his third year, because two at the he was he was pretty much been on all season. Um, and you know, Wes Welker leaves. I just I don't know if I would want to be a wide receiver coach for Kyle Shanahan. He seems to not have any patience or any desire for like those guys to develop on his team. He kind of wants them to be ready and like get out here and, and, you know, do what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, am I wrong? Am I looking into it weirdly? But I think Kyle's really hard on his, on his wide receivers. And that is a reflection on the coaches. Well, I think it also has, to, you have to consider and throw this into the equation that he played wide receiver. Granted, he wasn't really like a big name wide receiver. He played, he played in Texas uh, with Chris Sims. So I guess when you play a position, you kind of have like an arrogant arrogant side to yourself saying, well, I know how it's done because I played on the field, blah, 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 stuff like that. But, you know, I, I, I just feel like there. if you're going to go young, you would want this position because Kyle is going to be overseeing the wide receivers. 
So if there's something that they can't get across in their teaching techniques, I think Kyle will come there and clean it up for them and work with them. Well, we'll we'll see how it plays out. It's going to be something that we're going to keep our eyes on, um, you know. And maybe Kyle's hard on that position because that is where he played, like you said. So uh, it's something we'll keep our eyes on. Um, we have this this one here from uh, William Sperling, and he says, "Mike, can you make all the daily rumors go away? Trey is our quarterback. I'm sick of it already." You know, I'm glad you mentioned this, Trey. I was, I mean, Trey William. Uh, I wasn't going to say anything about this. Um, I I have been very clear in my stance that I don't want Tom Brady. I don't want to. Um, I don't want to slow down Trey's growth. I mean, if, if Trey were to sit another year, that would be three consecutive seasons where this kid did not get significant playing time. Um, every, right now, everyone's still talking about Tom Brady and all that. Uh, and I don't I don't want Tom Brady. I don't. And I, I have to learn to explain myself better than I don't want Tom Brady and Trey. Because then people say, what do you have against Tom Brady? How can you not like Tom, Tom Brady? Like, Tom Brady's the GOAT, and he just had an MVP season. All of that is true. And truth be told, I like Tom Brady a lot more since he left New England. I hated him. I didn't like his persona. I didn't like his attitude. This guy left New England and became a human. Like, he's joking with people. He's drunk during interviews and Super Bowl parties. He's throwing the freaking Tiffany Lombardi trophy across the freaking Like, you know how many people had a heart attack watching him do that? You watch that video and his kids in the background saying, Dad, no. And he still, like, Tom Brady became human. He showed that he's, like, not this perfect, like, machine walking around. I really like this version of Tom Brady. I like his play this past year that we saw. Uh, age be damned. I liked everything that we saw about him, right? So it's not about Tom Brady. Do the Niners become a better team? Yes. Better than what we were with Jimmy? Absolutely. Are we a better team than what we would be with Trey? I don't know because I haven't seen it. And that's what's been bothering me. And I felt I feel like the 49ers have invested way too much into this young rookie quarterback, into the position to just sit him for two years in a row. And, oh, there's another veteran that might be. Because this time next year, it'll be, oh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Russell Wilson. We can let Trey sit again. We can let Trey sit again. Like, we can keep chasing the one-year win-it-all mentality, or we can just go ahead and put this guy in here and let's build the dynasty. If Trey is who we think he is, then I need to get this kid in here, and I want to see this kid play. Uh, Tony, am I, am I, am I, am I explaining myself clear enough? Oh yeah, you're good. You're good. See, like what people don't understand is the structure of this salary cap for 2022 is for a rookie quarterback. It's not for a quarterback on a large deal. Um, people are saying, yeah, but Tom Brady doesn't get this count to win one in his hometown. I, I think Tom Brady took enough discounts and over his career. Um, the first rumor was. When he was released from uh, the Tampa Bay, uh, no, sorry, New England Patriots, he wanted to go to San Francisco, but then he's looking for a payday. He wants to get paid. So just right then and there, it kind of just tells me that, like, you know, everyone would love to win the Super Bowl. Could Tom Brady do it? Yeah, he probably could with this team in his roster. But I will say this, this team is vested into Trey Lance. And from his first start, to his second start as a 49er, his play improved. And that's what you want to see. He got some starting reps. He got a couple in-game reps at the beginning of the season versus Detroit um, and, and packing situations. So he's got some type of feel of the game. 
game, like how it is, line up in a huddle, a crowd on the road, preparing, all that stuff. He's got a taste of it. Is it a full, um, a full sample size? No, it, it's a taste. So, with that being said, I think it's Trey Lance all the way. Um, they invested the picks, like you said, and I think Kyle really wants to let this kid go, like involve his offense, adding Anthony Lynn, and, and, and going out there and letting this kid just just play football. Hey, I have a question for you though. If they did happen to somehow trade for because he's not he's 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 still uh on the on the bucks if they somehow managed to trade for brady would you be upset about it because i think that's what people think it's like i don't want brady so that means you have to hate brady and what he stands for don't cheer when he comes here and he wins and i just don't think that's that's fair but go ahead tell me you, I, I how I, would you care about it if he happened I, I would be bothered by it because right now this team's in a position where they need to backfill their roster using the draft due to the salary structure of this cap for 2022. 2023, allegedly, the cap is supposed to explode. I don't know the number, but everyone thinks it's going to go up like astronomically. So they need to start adding the younger, cheaper talent because, like we spoke previously on numerous shows, highest paid left tackle, one of the highest paid tight ends going to be probably one of the highest paid wide receivers for this year until a new contract is signed. Highest paid linebacker, highest paid fullback. Second highest paid linebacker, first highest paid fullback. Like it, it just keeps going. And it's good because you're grooming homegrown talent other than Trent Williams and Kyle Juszczyk. But it's going to eventually catch you and bite you in the ass. You cannot keep having high-end play, well, highly paid players without having talented, young, and uh, less expensive players. All right. Now, uh, while we're talking about this here, um, this is a good thing here. Mr. G4900 says, uh, when Jimmy first came to the 49ers, much was made about how much time he spent with Mike Shanahan on the offense. Does Trey get the same treatment? And this is a very, very interesting comment because I remember seeing that, um, you know, Jimmy's getting ready and he's working with Shanahan. He's working with Mike Shanahan. Um, here's what I do know. I know that Mike Shanahan uh, went and spoke to and uh, worked with a bunch of the draft prospects during last year's draft. Um, I know that they have been sending Trey to work with uh, who is it? Is it Beck? What's the guy's name, Tony? Um, John, he's working with John Beck right now, with along with, I believe, Brandon IU. But just a right. quick thing, this whole process of the quarterback evaluation period for their draft class, when the trade was announced, it was John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan at Alabama. But the whole time, Mike Shanahan was in Fargo watching Trey Lance. So it was like a little sleight of hand, if you will. They make the announcement standing on the Alabama field watching Mac Jones. But Little Birdie says Mike Shanahan was in Fargo watching him. Well, that's what I was getting up to is uh, that, you know, uh, Mike had his eyes on him and he apparently had a very positive report, uh, which potentially led to uh, some some things working in Trey's favor here. But I but I think what Mr. G is asking specifically is 
has Trey since been working with Mike Shanahan uh, to learn the offense? Because we heard that uh, during Jimmy's time not starting, there was a, I think Jimmy was on the team for what, four or five weeks before he, uh, before he got in. Right. And uh, yeah, he was, he, he, he sat for five weeks, but then when, when Jimmy worked with Mike Shanahan is when he tore his ACL. It wasn't, That's when he went. It wasn't 2017, his first year. No, it was when, because Mike wasn't a part of the staff. So when Jimmy tore his ACL and was rehabbing and had the surgery and all that stuff, he worked with Mike on the side. I guess I don't know if it was at the facility. I don't know, but that's when he really got down with Mike with the playbook, going over reads, what to do if a defense responds to this. All that good, fun, exciting stuff. I got you. Hey, uh, I, w- I want to make an announcement really quick. Um, NFL, an NFL game pass. You people will never get another dime from me. I have not been able to replay a single game since week 16. How the wh- how do they just take people's money for something? It's a over it's over $100 a year. And you can't even replay the Super Bowl when you want. You can't replay any game on here, and it's been down for months. It's absolutely crazy. It's it's freaking crazy. You guys will never get another dime from me. This is why people bootleg your shit right now. This is exactly why people go through backdoor channels and markets to get this shit because you guys can't seem to get your shit together. Like this is what this is what the replay and game rewind you got. That's what you guys sell and advertise to people. And and then it just doesn't work. It just decides like, oops, what's what's the stupid ass message it says here? Look at this. Where'd it go? Full game replay. Look at this bullshit. What does that say? That says fumble. Looks like there was a problem with the video. It it's it's incredible. I, I've never seen such oh damn, now I'm blurry. Come on, focus. Doom doom doo 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 doo. Oh man, I fucked it up. Now you guys can't see me at all. Oh well. All right. So yeah. So Mr. G, hopefully we answered that question there. Uh, I was gonna challenge Tony on something. He said that uh he said Mike wasn't with the roster at the time. Mike hasn't been with the roster like ever. He's still not with, on the roster for the 49ers. What do you mean by that? What I meant was he wasn't at the facility working for with him. He was at another location working with Jimmy when he was injured. That's why I specified when he worked with him when he tore the ACL. Okay, I got you. I got you. That they, 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 they got hands on. Yeah, they were going through the playbook and all. Once uh, this camera has really bothered me, so I'm going to read this contribution here from Sean. He says, "What up, fam? Be blessed. I don't care. Rogers choked in the big games." We aren't getting him anyway. Trey can throw all over the field. He already throws away instead of sacks. Can move. Come on. Like, what more do people want, Sean? I know what people want. They want Mike to not look like somebody rubbed Vaseline over their eyes. That's what they want. Um, Let me see if I can fix this while we are live. Let me see. Let me try my video editing feature here. Let's see. Did that fix it? My back now? Nope, I'm still blurry. All right, where's the autofocus thing on here? 
doop, 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 doop. Unbelievable. It's not going to, it's not going to focus. All right. Okay. All right. So I know what I have to do. I was trying to avoid doing this. I'm going to do it because why not? I guess. Right. All right. Now you see me. Now you don't. Oof. But you guys can still hear me and you guys can see up Tony's nose. Hello, tunnel goblins. We see you. Damn, I'm still fucking blurry. All right. Hold on. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You're the king of evil thoughts. Oh, wait, are we going to get? No, I don't sound I don't sound that much like the guy, so I don't think it's going to happen. Mr. Grinch. Start my camera. Hey, we back, baby. All right. All right. Cool, cool, cool. No, Sean, I, I, I agree with everything you're saying, man. I don't want Rodgers. I don't want Brady. I don't want Russell Wilson. I don't even want uh, the kid in Houston. Like, let's just let's just ride this thing out with Trey, man. Um, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. All right, Tony, you know what the time it is, man. I don't know if you want to be here for this. You might want to leave. Uh, you have a reputation to protect and uphold. Um, so uh, let me see. You know what I wanted to see? I want to see what name Tony signed in with today. Oh, he signed it with NJ Niner fan four nine nine. Okay, all right. I thought you were gonna sign it with your other page, man. Tell him about your other page, man. Tell him get over there and follow you, bro. Did you turn yeah. on your lights so you could skip traffic? I I ain't gonna lie, bro. No, I don't have my lights. No. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I'm so damn tired. I don't even know the name of the other page. It's horrible. I don't even remember what the fuck it was, bro. I'm so tired. You don't understand. It's what is it? Uh, Niners. Um, damn, this is horrible. Hold on, look it up, Mike. I'm trying. Let me see if I got it. Hold on. It's 49ers for life talk. That's four. Yeah. 49ers, the number four life talk. No spaces, no underscores. Guys, get over there and give my man Tony a follow on Twitter. All right, yeah. 49ers for life. Oh. I'm still NBA. Right. I'm not going nowhere. I just did a little side thing just to, you nah, know. he's out of here, guys. He said, I'm starting my own thing, Mike. I'll see you later, man. I'll see you nah, at the top. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be sitting here, bro. <laughs> now, guys, um, shout out to everybody in here, man. Ray, Niner by Nature, Danny. Uh, I saw I saw Mariah in here. I saw um, – I saw uh, Tanya in here, Mr. G, William, Simple Jack, Jerome, Sean is in the building, Brunel, Brunel, I'm sorry, my apologies, Jerome, Charles. I mean, I see y'all in here, man. Y'all are great. DJ, come on, man. Let's do it. H-E-9-5, that sounds like a rapper's name. But, guys, listen, we got to break down the offense here. Tony, I'm going to give you an opportunity. Do you want to leave or do you want to stay? Cause we got we I gotta grade the offense. You rock out, bro. Cause I'm I'm two minutes from my house. I'm just at the light and I'm going right inside. All right, bro. I'm I will uh, be. Hey, listen, trust me. I completely understand. I completely understand. So I take no offense to. It. I'm gonna let you go, man. You want to give any final thoughts or just want to uh, jump on another time? Um, I'll come on another time, definitely, obviously, but. Just um, listen, the combine's getting close. 
things are going to get crazy. You're going to hear rumors flying. Um, a couple people I mentioned on preview shows, the 49ers are allegedly going to have interest in, according to multiple people on, on Twitter land. Um, but, yeah, like, you know, it, it's coming, guys. And the, fir- the first domino that's going to fall is going to be Jimmy so they can set their cap up and make their moves and go forward to build this roster for 2022. I'm very excited to see Trey. I want to see what he's made of. I want to see this offense take that next step. But I will say, let's pump the brakes on it because I think Trey, don't, I don't think we, we got to let Trey play. All right. We can't hit the panic button the first time he throws him an interception. Let the kid grow. And I think we'll be fine at the end. Okay. All right, man. Those are final thoughts from Tony, man. Thanks for jumping in here, bro. I appreciate you, man. Be safe and have a great night. All right. Yeah. No doubt. I'll hit you up tomorrow. Yes, sir. All right. Let's- all right, guys. That's my guy, Tony, right there, man. I'm glad he jumped in here. And I'll be honest with you guys, I'm glad he's jumping off because I'm probably going to say some really, really wild shit right now. I'm not going to hold back. When I said, can I be honest with you, it comes with grading the offense, okay? Uh, and it's going to start here. So y'all know what time it is, man. This is going to be like a uh, a Patreon show where I get to speak my piece uninterrupted. The only way you guys are interrupting me right now, and I'm not asking for them, but it's with contributions. I'm not going to be keeping my eyes too much on the on the chat here because I got I to gotta get in my flow here. Um, so I want to start with the 49ers offensive line. All right. Uh, we were doing uh, A through F and we had the plus and minuses in there. Um, I, I'm kind of happy that the guys aren't in here because I think a lot of people are going to lie about how good this offense was this year. This offense was pathetic. This offense was fucking terrible. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. Uh, you, you sit back and you watch what we did in the postseason. And I know that's like the latest. That's the latest thing, right? You, you know, recency bias. Um, but the offense is the reason this team wasn't in the Super Bowl. The offense was the reason this team struggled against the Rams. The offense is the reason that anytime something bad happened on the defense, because the offense tired those guys out. The offense was so bad, so poor, that it affected the defense, which was playing top five, top ten all season long. But then they get tired. Then they, then they, then they like kind of fall to the wayside. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's it's not cool. It's not cool at all. Um, and so I'm gonna be really, really critical of this offense here. And you know, we have a separate show where we're gonna grade special teams and the coaching staff. Kyle, Kyle's gonna get it too. I'm, I'm gonna let you guys know right now, Kyle. For me, I can't speak on how anybody else is gonna feel about him, but Kyle's gonna get it too. Because you were the offensive guru. You're the offensive genius. You're sitting around and all your sons in the NFL are surpassing you. You picked that quarterback. You rolled out with that guy all year long. And you couldn't put up fucking 21 points in the NFC Championship game on the road. You allowed your defense to hold one of the highest scoring teams in the NFL to 20 points. And you know when the game was over, you know what people blamed it on? Oh, well, Tart should have caught the – well, OBJ and Cup – man, they put up 20 points. You're supposed to win that game, Kyle. You, Kyle Shanahan, offensive genius. That's why Jed York went after you. I'm sorry, but it's true. So let me start with the grading here. I'm going to start with the offensive lineman, okay? So let me let me, let me re, let me peel back some of the emotions. But you got – this is – this is how I go when when I'm doing the Patreons and I got the party in the Palisades and it's 
just me one-on-one with some background this that's how i go but i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to be fair i'm gonna try to be nice to everybody here i'm not gonna grade these guys individually just the offensive line as a whole okay uh we we saw what we had happening here uh no mike mcglinchy um we had mac who was up and down all year we also had um you know trent williams trent williams set some kind of PFF record for the highest grade ever uh, given to an individual player since the beginning of creation, you know, like what, whatever. I, I, I don't care. I don't care. You know, you got, you got Lincoln Tomlinson, who was, in my opinion, the most underrated offensive lineman on this entire team on this entire, I know people were giving a ton of credit to Mac. Uh, I know people were like, you know, look, I listen, this team struggled at some things that they shouldn't have struggled at. And I know Mike McGlinchey wasn't out there, right? He's supposed to be the starter. And there's a trickle-down effect and, and things like that. Um, but the offensive line, to me, was a little bit of a disappointment. You got the highest-paid left tackle, and okay, fine. He played that way, according to PFF. He played that way. But to me, to Mike, he, he played okay. He played well. I said I'm not going to grade these guys individually, so let me, let me get off of them. But there were some things that he could have done better. That's all I'm going to say. The center, you go out and you get this veteran guy, um, and I'm, I'm trying not to say names because I, I don't want you guys to think I'm addressing that individual. I'm looking at how that position played and what they were brought in to do, okay? The center comes in here, and he's supposed to be this veteran guy that makes everybody else around him better. And you could see it in points. You could. But when the heat was on, when the pressure was on, and in the biggest moments, when Kyle Shanahan is trying to go for it on fourth and one and fourth and two, the offensive line, they, they couldn't do it. I mean, there's this play going around on Twitter where they have three Stooges noises uh, when the guards are running into each other. Nyah, 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 like, they, what, what? like, what is happening? What is happening in the biggest moments, on the biggest stage when the whole world is watching? We couldn't convert simple fourth downs. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, Kyle Shanahan did show different types of uh, faith in his offensive line. You know, they, we, we, you heard about the timeout um, against the Cowboys, against the Cowboys, right? You heard about the timeout. They took it with a pass play to Debo, and Debo, you know, they call the timeout, and Kyle, he goes and says, hey, guys, let's, let's punch it in right now, right? Like, let's do this. And then they hand it off to him, and he runs, and he does his thing, right? I might be combining two different plays, but y'all know what I'm talking about, okay? Debo, he, Kyle showed faith in his – Kyle said, hey, we can't pass protect. Let's run the ball well. And they go out there and they do that. And, and they did run the ball well. But when teams committed to stopping the run, there was no switch. There was no alternate. There was no other option. There was no choice B, choice C. We can run the ball. Period. It's too much money, too much veteran leadership on that line. For that to be the case. Don't say, oh, well, Mike, it was Tom Compton. How long has Tom Compton been in the NFL? How long has Tom Compton known the protections of this system? I don't want to hear. I'm not here to make excuses. I'm here to give grades. I did not like it. I did not like it. Sorry, I didn't. And it doesn't matter that we had three pro bowlers on that line. They couldn't pass protect. They could not pass protect. Sorry. So. I'm going to give them a C, a solid C, not a C plus, not a C minus. I don't think they were that bad, but um, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. 
I'm sorry. So I'm going to give the offensive line a C. Um, those guys, there was a lot of room for improvement. Um, there's, a, you know, you, you have a guy limited in at the quarterback position. You expect those guys to have to hold up for him. So this is not me being mean. This is not me trying to be nice either. Um, I with what I saw from the offensive lineman. Okay. So I, I hope you guys understand uh, what I'm, what I'm going for there. All right. Uh, the next group that I'm going to discuss, so that, that's a C for the offensive lineman. Uh, the next group I'm going to discuss are the tight ends. And oh boy. Oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, hey, listen. Like and subscribe. Uh, tell a friend about the show. It's, it's only going to get worse from here, guys. It's only going to get worse from here. And I am not a hater. I promise you guys, I'm not a hater. Okay? So I, I want to be very clear with what I'm saying. I hope you guys hear me and hear me well. You guys know that I love the 49ers. All right. George Kittle had 910 yards. Okay. He played in 14 games. So, like, cool. Bravo. Like, that is great. Uh, George Kittle missed three games this year. And you know how many yards the next closest tight end had? 52. You know how many yards the next closest tight end after him had? 51. Grading the tight ends, you have to focus on the very last letter. It's tight ends. It's plural. It's the position group. George Kittle took a step back in blocking this year. Um, There were certain games where he just completely disappeared. He was not a factor in at all. I saw some of the worst blocking of George Kittle's entire career this season, okay? I didn't see a single other tight end step up and say, hey, George, we got you. We can do this for you. We, we got your back. I, 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 did, I didn't see it anywhere. And so we're supposed to sit here and say, well, but he's George Kittle. He's the best blocker and he's the best all-around tight. No, no, sorry. Mike's not doing that for you guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. George Kittle is special when he gets the ball in his hands, and he's a good blocker. And all those things are true, but I'm looking at the group as a whole. George Kittle took a step back this year, and I'm not, I'm never expecting George Kittle to get as many yards as he got again. I'm not, I'm not here for that. That's not what I'm here for. And I'm not judging him based off of that either. 910 yards is very good for a tight end. I want to be very clear with what I'm saying here. 910 yards is phenomenal for a tight end. And he might have had a career high in receiving touchdowns. I think he, I think he had six touchdowns this year. That, that's great for George Kittle standards. What it's not great for is for tight end standards. All the tight ends accounted for 1,000 yards. All of them. All the tight ends accounted for 1,000 yards and seven touchdowns. Nobody should be satisfied with that. Not a single person watching this video should be like, yeah, no, no, no. That's what that's 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 good. It's not. It's not good. It's not good. No George Kittle, the tight end position completely died. What happened to Ross Dwelly? He was supposed to be the next best thing. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Charlie Warner, what are you doing, bro? What are you doing? 
guys, I'm giving the tight end group a C minus. And the only reason the grade is that high, the only reason this is not a D or D plus is because George Kittle had 910 yards and that's, he played in 14 games. He disappeared for four games. Majority of those yards came in 10 games. George Kittle was an absolute monster when he was on. When he was on, George Kittle did his thing. Okay? It's not hate on Kittle, but Kittle is not the tight end's room. They need another tight end. Don't be surprised if the Niners draft a tight end in the third round of the draft. I'm just, te- I'm just telling you right now. They need help for George Kittle. They absolutely need help. Ross Dwelly completely vanished. Charlie Warner, I can't say he vanished. He probably had a career year. But 52 reception yards, that's that's not it, bro. That's not it. A liability in the run game, like, it, it's not it. I'm sorry. You can have a career year and still be bad. I'm not praising you for that. Not praising you for that. So I'm sorry, all right? C- minus for the tight ends. So, so far, my grades for the offensive line have been a C. And for the tight ends, it is a C minus. Hope you guys deal with me. Hope you guys stay here. Um, again, guys, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be rude. It is what it is. It really is. It is what it is. <sighs> All right. Next group is going to be the wide receivers. All right. Here, we might find some positivity. 49ers wide receivers this year. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Jawan Jennings, Muhammad Sanu, Trent Sherfield, uh, Travis Benjamin. That's about all I got for you guys. That's about all I got for you guys. And um, we had one, two, three, four, five. Five. Five, five. We have five wide receivers with a reception this year. Five. Debo got busy, right? Debo is going to boost these numbers, but I'm separating Debo, the running back, from Debo, the wide receiver. I am separating that, okay? Um, Debo, Debo was special as a wide receiver this year. He averaged over 18 yards per reception. He, too, like George Kittle, finished with six touchdowns. but. I felt like, you know, I don't care. These are my grades. These are my grades. All right. So I felt like Debo could have done more as a wide receiver. I do. I want to know how many of Debo's yards came from passes with two yards or less of the line of scrimmage. And the reason I'm asking that is because Debo seemed to take the, the stuff behind the line of scrimmage, the little tosses that count as passes. Uh, the quick, quick, quick slants. He did a phenomenal job in those things. But I want to see Debo as a wide receiver, not as a gadget player. And I just wonder how many of those yards, how many of those touchdowns came from those situations. You know what I'm saying? Debo was great. He was a lot of fun. I want to be clear here. But in my personal opinion, Debo's not the best wide receiver on the 49ers. He's not. That's another story for another time. I won't bog you guys down with that. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, he finished the season with 56 receptions for 826 yards, okay? He was active in all 17 games. He started, it says he started in 16 games. I, I, I'm pretty sure that number is wrong um, because 
I think the first two or three games, he didn't even start. I remember they were saying that Trent Sherfield uh, got starts, right? Over him. Uh, Trent Sherfield was like the guy that everyone thought was going to do something this season. Where is Trent Sherfield at? Where is he at? They say he only has the one start. So, I mean, that coincides with them saying that um, Ayuk got 16 starts. But Kyle Kyle was not targeting Brandon Ayuk. He he wanted Brandon Ayuk to learn some lesson. And, I mean, sure, he did. And with that hate, I'm not going to call it hate, with the lesson being taught, he still finished with almost 15 yards of reception. He still finished with one less touchdown than Debo, who, by the way, had more than 20 receptions more than him. He finished with one less touchdown. Okay? I mean, this kid is going to be special with a real, a real wide receiver. Brandon Ayuk finished this season with 826 yards and five touchdowns on only 56 receptions. Debo, for comparison's sake, was 18.2 yards of reception, and Brandon Ayuk finished with 14.8 yards of reception. These guys are damn good. What a good duo. What a good duo. All right, you got Jawan Jennings who came in. I mean, listen, Jawan Jennings had five touchdowns. This kid came in. Who is he? Where did he come from? Who saw this happening? I'll tell you who saw it happen, Tony. But nobody else, no one else that I talked to before it happened. Okay? He didn't kill him with yards, 24 receptions, 282 yards, average of 11.8 a catch. He was a chain mover. Uh, this guy was really, really good. Uh, he was, Well, I won't say really, really good. He dropped a lot of passes too, right? You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to um, make it seem like he did something phenomenal. He dropped a lot of passes. Um, uh, here's some interesting stats for you guys as far as uh, pass catchers. All right? Now, I know we're talking receivers. I'm going to get to running backs, but pass catchers. Elijah Mitchell caught 19 of his 20 targets. For 95%. That's really freaking good. He only had one receiving touchdown. Um, Jeff Wilson Jr. caught eight of seven. All right. So 87.5%. These guys are right there. Uh, Charlie Warner caught six of five. Ross Dwelly caught five of four. Got to give these guys more targets. Jamichael Hasty, 29 of 23. Kyle Uzcheck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm just looking at these numbers here. Kyle Uzcheck. Caught 30 of 38. Then you get to the guys who get a lot of targets. George Kittle, 71 of 94. 75%. It's not bad. Could be better, but not bad, right? Brandon Ayuk, he caught 66% of his. I mean, come on. we That's not bad. It's not. But we can do better. 50, 56 receptions on 84. Debo Samuel, 63.6%. 77 receptions on 121. And again, how many of those were at the line of scrimmage or, or really, really close to it or behind the line of scrimmage? You know what I'm saying? Um, but I digress. I'm supposed to be grading the wide receivers here. Um, you know, I, I I stop and I think about it. Um, the wide receivers in this system are asked to do so much more than just catch and run. They really, really are. And so for the pressure and for the weight that's put on these guys, I think that they're going to probably get the best grade that I have to offer for the evening. All right. I'm going to give these guys a B plus. I'm going to give them a B plus. Um, it's not about 
It's not about um, the overall numbers. It's what they did when their number was called. And I would say most of the time these guys answered. Um, they, they rung the bell for Kyle Shanahan. All right? It's about giving them opportunities at this point. And they did that with a limited quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo. Very, very proud of what these guys did this year. The wide receiving core for the 49ers. I think they have a very, very good group of receivers. I mean, now we're down to just three, right? Technically, we just have Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, and Juwan Jennings. Um, but that's a hell of a trio. That is a hell of a trio, man. The league is going to have to deal with us. When we get a quarterback that's not afraid to sling it around, watch out for those guys, okay? All right, so we started inside, guys. Um, I gave I gave a C to the offensive lineman. I gave a C- minus to the tight ends. It really should have been a D, but George Kittle, 910 yards. It's pretty special, all right? Um, the wide receivers, I gave a B. I gave him a B. Uh, that's as far wide as we can go. So now we're going to we're going to bring it back inside, and I'm going to do fullbacks and running backs. I'm just going to do um, H backs. Okay, I think H backs is the term where you incorporate them all. All right, so um, we got to start with rushing. We have to start with rushing. Okay, most rushing touchdowns on the season, guys. I'll give you one guess who had the most. Five, four, three, two, one. You guessed it, a wide receiver. Eight. Okay? Eight. Now, the most rushing yards, that's cool. It was Elijah Mitchell. But who was in second place? You guessed it, a wide receiver. Right? A wide receiver. Okay, games played. Games played as far as now, Kyle Juszczyk played all 17 games. He only started in 16 of them. I, I didn't think that he started that many damn games. I felt like he wasn't out there more times, but it's cool. But he played in all 17. All right. Um, again, we're just talking about wide receivers here. I mean, running backs here. Um, Elijah Mitchell played in 11 games, started 10. All right. And this young man had a lot put on his plate this year. Um, wasn't expected to be a starter. Wasn't expected to be a major contributor. Um, and they called his number as soon as uh, Mostert got hurt. And he didn't flinch, you know. Um, that's admirable, in my opinion. I thought he did a good job. It could have been better. Um, people praise him for his vision. I didn't see it. I saw a kid who got the ball, picked the hole, and just ran as hard as he could, whether it was into the backside of uh, Lakin Tomlinson or if it was through a gap and he made a, a running back miss. I think he just picked the gap and he just committed to it. You know what I'm saying? Um, he had a good year, though, 963 yards. I mean, that's the most for a 49ers rookie in a very, very long time, maybe ever. I think that was a, I think that was actually the 49ers record, right? Um, five rushing touchdowns, you know? That's very, very good. You got Jamichael Hasty, who finished the season with just 68 yards. Trenton Cannon had one carry for negative yards, all right? Um, if I'm not mistaken, where is my guy's name at? Pretty sure Raheem Mozart had two carries for 20 yards. Yes, he did. Two carries for 20 yards. Um, Damn, what a way to start, man. Averaging 10 yards a pop, right? Um, that's special to me. Uh, Trey Sermon. This was, this was, this right here, this was the biggest head scratcher for me. Um, just why? Why couldn't we get Trey more involved? And I'm not talking about Lance. I'm talking about Sermon. Um, nine games played in. He only started in two. He finished the season with 167 yards. I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, uh, he averaged 4.1 a carry. And I mean, you're going to compare that to 
the guy who got the most starts in Elijah Mitchell, who averaged 4.7 yards a carry. You know, you wonder if Trey got as many carries and attempts as Elijah Mitchell, you know, what would he have done? Elijah Mitchell got over 160 more attempts. I just don't know what we didn't like about this guy. You know what I'm saying? I think that in the fourth and one situation, Trey Sermon should be the guy with the ball in his hands. I wouldn't give it to any Elijah Mitchell or, you know, but that's that's me in my personal opinion. Um, you know, but the running backs weren't horrible this year, uh, you know, but they didn't show a lot of ability to play beyond the scheme, okay? And that's that's kind of what I was looking at there. So for that, I'm going to give them a C+. Plus. Um, you know, Kyle Juszczyk had probably one of his better years uh, as far as a rusher. Um, he had he had a drop or two this year that kind of made me nervous about Kyle Williams. I mean, uh, Kyle Williams. Wow, take a drink. Can't believe I said that. Kyle Juszczyk. Okay, um, but you know what I'm saying. This is um, the the running back room. I know a lot of people say, "Oh, we got we can run the ball. We can run the ball. We can run the ball." We're not as good as we think we are at running the ball, guys. We're not. I'm sorry. The offense as a whole is nowhere near as good as what you guys think. I'm sorry. And then, last but certainly not least, we talked about the offensive line, overrated. We talked about the tight ends, overrated. We talked about the wide receivers, rated appropriately. We talked about the running backs, overrated. And now it's the quarterback time. The last group, the last position group on the offense to discuss. It's the quarterbacks, guys. And oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. How do I do this? Um, okay. I'm just gonna get this over with and I'm going home. All right. Quarterbacks are trash this year, guys. They were not good. The 49ers quarterbacks are the reason that this team. Could not take the next step. They were bad. They were bad. No one wanted to see Trey Lance more than me. His first start, people were like, oh, Mike, it wasn't that bad. No, yes, it was. It was. It was. All the rushing attempts and all that shit almost killed himself. Kidneys to learn to slide. It was not good. Didn't like it. Didn't like it at all. Second start against Houston, I liked it. I liked it a ton. Like, as much as I didn't like the first start against Cardinals, I liked the second start that much. That on the opposite end of the spectrum, okay? I really, really liked what I saw from him. I saw this kid learn, like, down after down, like, drive after drive. You know what I'm saying? He got better and better as that game went on. I thought that he did enough that we should want to take that momentum into the postseason. I said, fuck it. Leave him in there. Let, let Trey Lance take on the Rams. Let him get into the playoffs. Let him go out there and do his thing. No film on him. Kyle, catch him off guard. Nope. And here's where it all goes. We got to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo now and what we thought of the quarterback position. It was lacking. It was lacking. It was. I'm not going to bash Jimmy. I didn't. I, I saw two and a half games from Trey Lance. And I got six quarters of bad Lance. I got three quarters of really good Lance. And I got one quarter of average quarterback. It's not a good grade. That's like a C minus, right? So now I got to grade Jimmy Garoppolo and average that into there with that. I'm sorry. 
Y'all know what it is. I'm not, I'm not going to beat around the bush. This team, this team just did not live up to his offensive potential. And Kyle chose to ride it out with Jimmy. I'm not saying that he should have started Trey Lance all season. I don't know what the hell he should have done. But you know this guy. You picked this guy. He's in there. He's bad. He's costing your team. Even the games that we won with Jimmy in there, how many of them were because of Jimmy? You know, it was like, thank God Jimmy didn't lose that game for us. That's really what it felt like. That's really what it felt like watching Jimmy Garoppolo. You guys don't have to agree with me. I know it's like a split fan base. I know some people love Jimmy Garoppolo. But that last game, listen, I did not want the Niners to lose that game. I wanted us to win the Super Bowl. I wanted us to win that game. But let me tell you, that game ended in the way it absolutely had to end. You know why? Because if for some chance, if by some fucking miracle, there was some play that ended up with a touchdown, pick six, let's say the offense didn't do anything else, people would be like, man, Jimmy Garoppolo found another way to win. What? What were you guys watching? No, he didn't. He tried to lose that game. He didn't, he didn't literally try. I hate when people say that and people think that you mean that. I don't think Jimmy ever tried to lose a game for the 49ers. But he was just not good. He was not good. I don't know if it's nerves, jitter, how jittery this guy is or what, but Jimmy Garoppolo never made me feel confident. Not one time. Plays extended. I didn't feel confident. I actually just assumed something bad was going to happen. And that's exactly what his last play was. Extended play, moves to the right, moves to the left, breaks out around the pocket, and just does this flip. What the fuck are you doing, Jimmy Garoppolo? Jimmy Garoppolo gets a D minus, almost an F. No, I'm not going to give him a D minus because he was better than that. I'm, I'm going to give Jimmy Garoppolo, all, all real talk, a D plus because there are worse quarterbacks in the NFL than Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm going to give Jimmy a D plus. I'm going to give Trey Lance a C minus. Um, and that's going to be a D. It's going to be a, a, a D. A D. That's, that's a D plus. I'm going to leave it as a D plus for the quarterbacks. Uh, the quarterbacks are what held this team back this year. Too talented everywhere else on the offense. And I know how badly I graded the rest of the offense, right? I want to, I want to sit here and be clear with what I'm saying. I know, Mike, how can you say we're too talented on offense? right? I'm t- wide receivers, they got a grade in the C. Offensive line, they got a grade in the C. I'm sorry, uh, wide receivers got a B. Running backs got a grade in the C, right? It's that I feel like the running backs would have done better if the passing game was better. The passing game would have done better if the quarterbacking was better, right? So it's all a big trickle-down effect. Um, and so it hurt to give those grades but that's what I saw this year. Now, Niner by nature, I'm going to completely disagree with you. It's not a wasted year at all. This was a successful football season. We played 20 games, bro. We played 20 games. That, that's that's a great fucking year. It's a great year. The offensive output was a waste, right? I, I think that Trey could have averaged what we averaged with Jimmy, my opinion, right? But it wasn't a wasted year. I'm okay with Trey Lance sitting and learning for the first year. I didn't want it to happen that way. But when you step back and you look at it, let the kid learn the system. Let the kid get used to the pros. He's been practicing. He's been preparing as a backup. That means at any second you got to get in there. He's ready. 
Trey Lance is ready. I don't think it was a waste because of that. Uh, I do wish he played more. I do wish that we made those decisions a long time ago, but we didn't. All right. But it's very, very hard to call an NFC championship appearance, a lead in the fourth quarter, a waste. The Niners didn't get blown out many times this year. They didn't get blown out many times this year at all. Um, we, we're a good team. We are, we were a good team. Uh, and everybody who played us knew they had to deal with us. We were, we were some tough SOBs out there. All right. Um, I think the Cardinals gave us the worst beating of the year. Uh, where I think it was, a, it was like 34, 17 or some shit like that. I think the Cardinals gave us the worst beating of the year. Uh, other than that, you'd be hard pressed to find more than two more games where the Niners lost by seven points or more. Very, very hard pressed. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, the, the, that, that's it guys. If I had to give an overall grade on the offense, it would be a D plus overall grade on the offense. And I can't wait until the next show where we continue grading and we do special teams and we do coaching staff because I'm going to make it very clear at who I think the majority of the blame falls on and why and why. All right. So make sure you guys are ready. Make sure you guys tune in, man. That's going to do it for us here tonight. I want to thank you guys for chiming in. Shout out to everybody who made the contributions. You guys have been phenomenal viewers, man. The, the, the chat, which is going all night long. You guys are great. I really, really appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for this late night edition of us here. Nothing but Niners. Can I be honest with you? Can I be honest with you, man? Here are my final thoughts. Where's, where's my little ticker that says final thoughts? Where'd you go? Aha, there it is. Here are my final thoughts. On an episode title, can I be honest with you? The offense was the biggest letdown of the entire season. And that's including a team where I felt they should have fired their special teams coach. I don't want Kyle fired. I don't I never thought they should have fired Kyle Shanahan. But in a season where I said they should fire Tim Hightower, the offense was the biggest letdown to me. Because the offense is the side of the ball that you get expectations for. See, you can only be let down if you have a certain set expectation, right? If a baby comes out of the womb and can't add can't do basic math. I'm not disappointed. I don't expect that baby to do basic math. But if I ask my high school son, what's five plus five, and he struggles to give me that answer, I could be disappointed in him. You guys understand what I'm saying? This offense was a massive disappointment. The biggest of all three phases of the game, easily for me. Easily for me, for Mike. Not speaking for anybody else here, nothing but Niners. All right. They have to step it up. The excuses have to stop. Oh, well, the injuries and all oh, the offense. And Jim, listen, I am seeing people do it in spite of. You know why the excuses have to stop? Because I just saw the Bengals in the Super Bowl. They had one of the worst offensive lines in the history of the league. No player was sacked the most and made it to a Super Bowl before this season. And now I'm not saying that, oh, well, they did it. We can do it. Obviously not because it's the first time it's ever happened, right? But we, get, we can be better. We can be better than 17 fucking points a game. 17 points a game. Like, we can, we can be better than that. 
I don't even think we averaged that in the post. I don't think we averaged 17 points a game in the postseason, guys. I think it was like 16. That's fucking terrible. We're talking about Kyle Shanahan with the quarterback he chose to ride this thing out with. It's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. We, we, we have to do better. All right? You know what I mean? So we got to get this thing figured out. We have to. And it starts with Kyle. It's, and, and I'm going to lay into Kyle a little bit, but I don't think my grade is going to be what you guys think it is, Kyle. All right? But um, my final thoughts are the offense has to go up. It has to. To me, this should be the bottom. What we saw this year should be the bare minimum. I don't care if it's – well, can't call him a rookie anymore. Sophomore Trey Lance. I don't care if it's Tom Brady. I don't care if it's Aaron Rodgers. Ooh. Whoever you guys decide to plug in here, they got to be better than what we just saw. Kyle's got to go in this direction. Don't stay the same. I don't want to see some slight teetering in the right direction. No, this is what I'm looking for. Not this. I, I don't I don't want to see level. I don't want to see even. I want to see progression. All right? Make me want to invest in you. Show me a good chart, baby. Show me a good chart. If Kyle had the number one pick, would Trey have went number one? Yes. Yes, anybody with two eyes should have been able to. I'm going to sound like such a hater, man. Trevor Lawrence is a slant god. He is a slant god. But I don't think Kyle wanted that. I don't think, I think that's why they weren't interested in Mac, right? He didn't want a, a Jimmy Garoppolo 2.0. He wanted someone who could throw the ball downfield. And for as much hype and as praise as Tre Trevor Lawrence got, I never saw him getting outside this, the hashes like that, man. I didn't see that kid getting busy like that down the field. Mike's opinion, just me. Just me, most overrated quarterback I've ever seen in my entire life. Zach Wilson, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. It was two guys for me in this draft. It was two. One, Justin Fields. Two, Trey Lance. We got one of them. I'm riding this shit out, man. But I don't think that, uh, I don't think that Kyle would have strayed either. I think Kyle got his guy. I really, really do. That's the, that's the answer of question. Uh, the question that I'm answering right there, guys. All right? So uh, Kyle's going to be okay, all right? This is the year. This is the year, but we got a long way to go, guys. All right, we have another uh, section or two to grade. Then we're going to start talking about free agents. We're going we're gonna to break it down from 49er free agents, free agents out there on the market. It's going to be a lot of fun, man. The structure is coming. It's here. March Madness is right around the corner. We got a week until March Madness starts. And you guys know what we do here for March Madness. Everybody with the daily 49er shows and all that shit, who started it? You guessed it. You guessed it. The first and only, to this day, the first and only daily show that included weekends. Right here. Nobody else has ever done that for you guys. That's us right here, okay? Guys, make sure you hit that like, hit that subscribe, pat myself on the back. I did a little bit of it, okay? Just sit out here setting the bar, setting the bar for you guys. March is right around the corner. Y'all know what's coming, man. Stay faithful, guys. Stay faithful. We need y'all. We need y'all. Okay. It's coming. It's coming, baby. All right. I'm going to get out of here, man. I appreciate you all. Y'all be safe out there. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful. Breezy, take us home. One.
we all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey, see, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us. Them nothing but niners. We nothing but niners. We nothing.